everyone and welcome to another episode of It's Everything with me, your hostess, B.B. Sweetbriars, here where we promise to bring you everything every time for everybody. Now, some of you out there, because I know you guys listen intently, are aware that It's Everything is a media sponsor for this year's the Dinah Shore Weekend in um, Palm Springs. And this is actually our third consecutive year of being a media sponsor, which basically means that, you know, we cover the event and make sure everybody out there knows what's going on, and as well as we take the opportunity to speak to the many, many celebrity uh, people that are participating in the weekend, rather as a performer, a host, or what have you, we definitely take it, uh, try and take advantage of that. And uh, so, so some of our shows for the remainder of March are going to be dedicated to speaking to those performers and guests at the Dinah. And today is one of those days. So yay, 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 yay. Now, later in the program, we're going to be bringing on a DJ uh, for the event who happens to also be a world-class surfer. I just want to let everybody know that. And we'll be speaking with uh, Kiela Canelli, um, who also goes by DJ KK. And we'll be speaking to her. But first up. First up, because I'm going I'm to wow you at the beginning of the show. I ain't going to wait. I'm going to wow you right now. Because our first guest is actually the most requested celebrity for the Dinah every year to have come back to the Dinah. That's first off. Number two, she's probably the biggest star from the real L word. I'm going to put it out there, and I know I'm probably going to get some flack from that from my other L word girls out there. But she's probably the biggest star from the real L word and I just love her death because she's a party girl and so you know I love party girls but our first guest is none other than Rose Garcia. Are you there Rose girl? Yes! <laughs> what an intro! I don't know how I'm going to follow that. You know, <laughs> I'm like hey you know because I love it because I know you come out to the Bay Area a lot and you usually kind of pop in here and there at different places. I think you were recently at in Oakland at the new bar out there called the Port Bar. Did you make out there a few weeks ago? Yes, I was actually up there with a really good friend of mine who is the owner, Lisa C., of Henrietta Hudson's. So we did a little road trip, and she's friends with one of the managers at the Port Bar, and we wanted to give some support, so we popped in through a little girl party and it was it was lots of fun i mean you can't go wrong in the bay area okay okay you know i how does that make you feel when you know that the people out there every year when you know the diner goes out there how do you who do you guys want us to have wah, 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 wah. and they come up we want rose we want rose bring <laughs> rose because because you are you're like hosting three like a friday saturday sunday thing they got you they got you at places you are actually showing up you know what i mean they got me working what people don't know is um and I don't want to age myself, but this is, I believe, either my 20th or 21st Dinah. Oh, <laughs> Lord have mercy. Mariah and I go way <laughs> back. Mar- Mariah, Mariah go, and I go way back when I was a young and like, partying, like, causing havoc. Like babies and pacifiers, as they say from the show. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and she's like, you know what? When I got on the show, she was like, ugh. I'm not even surprised, <laughs> right? Right? No, like, you, bring the party here. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? And that and that's the thing too is because you're just full of fun. So you you know, and that's what the whole Dinah thing is about is about you know getting all these girls together from across the world. And I think so many people, uh, particularly here in the U.S., don't realize is that people come from all over the world. And um, my daughter is uh, we're going to be covering it on on the spot there that weekend. And my daughter and a friend of hers are are my correspondents that go out there. And she comes back and tells me, you don't realize who I met from Sweden, from, you know, she's like going on down the list of countries of these gals that she has met, you know, from all over the world. And I don't think people realize, you know, the impact it has. Yeah. There's women from everywhere. Same thing. I I mean, we met some ladies from Dubai that actually live in Dubai and were out here partying at Dinah and having a good time. Because you know they can't can't party in Dubai like that. That's what we know. Exactly. (laughs) She said that there's underground spots, but nothing like, you know, you have women from all over the world at this event. It's one of the biggest 
longest running events. And here's the thing about the Dyna. It's a high quality event. Mm-hmm. It's like you, you get what you pay for there. Not only do you get to party at some of the most premier spots, but pool parties are legendary, mm-hmm. like legendary. Yeah. <laughs> so it's one of those things when you have these women that come from different parts of the world, they're overwhelmed and they just make it a part of their yearly itinerary. Yeah. And, it, and it's so neat to, to also see that the many, you know, uh, you know, A-class celebrities that make it a point to be there the whole week or to perform or what have you. And this, well, you know what's crazy? I mean, you had Lady Gaga just pop in there last year. I did. She happens to be in Palm Springs. She's just like, hey, I mean, she can go anywhere in Palm Springs. And she's like, oh, the Dinah? Great. I love them. I performed there a few years back. I'm I'm gonna go hang out, and she like hung out. It's yeah. Crazy. Okay. I know that is like that. That is crazy. My daughter was telling me she was like that was. She goes, guess who showed up at the pool party? I'm like, what? Who are you talking about? She goes, Lady Gaga is here right now. I'm whispering because I don't want anybody to know that I'm like so Gaga over Gaga. You know? I'm like, <laughs> and that, that's like one of the biggest stars in the world. There you go. Like, there you, you know? go. And she went to support because she has such such a great time, and obviously I'm sure Mariah treated her like like a queen that she is, and. She went there to support, and, and for no it. reason other than because she liked it. Yeah. She had a great time. Now, Rosa, you, it's been a while since you've been, what was it, in 2010, was it, that you run the Yeah, it, it, was about, it was about seven years ago that we debuted the show. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's been it's been quite some time, and, and these lesbians just won't. It's like one of those things. Every time I try to let it go, out, they pull me back in. Right. <laughs> well, well, that's what I'm, my question is to you. Did you have any... Any idea that being a part, because like reality shows weren't as like, you know, everybody's got a reality show now, but back seven years ago was a little different story. And so do you, did you ever think that, you know, to this point with the the flood of, of course, there's not a flood of lesbian shows out there, but of the flood of reality shows out there that you would still have the level of celebrityism that you do have? I think I think what it is because our community doesn't have a lot of visibility. Mm-hmm. Um, we do, but it kind of comes and goes. And at that time, you know, the L word, the, the scripted series was just such a big phenomenon. And I personally think Eileen and the show were way ahead of their time, way mm-hmm. ahead of their time, because mm-hmm. they brought topics that we're dealing with now, with like transgender and just a bunch of things, um, bisexuality, just a bunch of things that that weren't um, brought to light back then. And I think. You know, that just created such a huge fan base that we knew what we were doing was special. And it was presented to us that, hey, it's going to be a docu-series, which mm-hmm. I think the first season was a little different than two and three. You know, they were more, um, not, not knocking my girls in season two or three, but a lot of, you know, us were older and had, you know, some professional jobs. And it was just a different vibe the first season. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it resonated. What what, I, what tripped me out was a lot of fans were straight people. Yeah, <laughs> well, back. Yeah, that's also the same thing like with RuPaul's Drag Race and things like that. A lot of the people who are really big, big fans are from the straight community. You know what I mean? Right. So. And then, you know, back then we had billboards like all over L.A. And my family that lived in New York were taking pictures of billboards in the subway. And it was it was a really overwhelming experience in a good way. And we were received well by, you know, the this, this straight community, the gay community. It was just a show on Showtime. Yeah. It just kind of took a life of its own. And. You know, it is pretty surprising that all these years later, um, it still holds precedence in our community and people still care to say hi to us and want to meet us and hear our stories and, you know, our experiences. So it's 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 awesome. It was awesome to be uh, be a part of that. Yeah. And, and you know, but but that in the year that you were on that first show, I, I think and, and now as you look at reality shows, um, they are, you know, they, they've got the formula now down. You know, all these reality shows have the formula down. They're not, I don't think, as raw as they were from the conception of doing them. Um, and now they're, you know, now they're kind of, they've got to create the drama for people to to get hooked on. Where I think the original ones, like such as your show, um, the stuff that we saw was a little bit more raw. And, and, and maybe I'm wrong because I wasn't involved. I don't know how much of it is, it is or not. But it appeared that way to me. And, you know, just reading up on some of the people in, uh, as that time went on, it seemed like they kind of lived true on the show to who they really were. It, it, I don't know. Can you, can you kind of comment on that commentary for me? It's 100% true what you're saying. I mean, I never was asked by any producers to do anything, say anything, 
act a certain way with the exception of them filming you coming in and out of a, a building. Mm-hmm. That was the, the only rehearsed or do-overs that I ever had to do in my experience. You know, all of us were filmed in season one really separately. We were kept separate um, to sort of stay true to our own quote-unquote storyline and lives. Um, so all of my stuff was real, everything with my family and my girlfriend at the time and me being a total jerk off, all of that was totally true. <laughs> all of that was totally true. I'm not going to lie. It is not the editing. That was me. Okay. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Cause if it wasn't for seeing myself, there's no way I would have ever changed my Puerto Rican wannabe machismo ways. Um, <laughs> So that was that was a good learning experience, but it was all real. My my experience with, you know, the 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 show, nothing was ever edit, edited in a way that was not depicted right. accurately. Right, yeah, it was one hundred percent real. And some of the like all the things I came up with, and they were like, "Really, you're going to do this? Oh my god, how are we going to get clearance?" All over the place. Like, yeah, it was it was one of those things. But um, how are we going to get clearance? How is this going to pass on Showtime? Even Showtime is wanting to know how we going to get clearance for this. That's 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 saying a whole lot. Now you yeah. like you, you mentioned on you know uh, earlier in in your your commentary about. Uh, a lot of the the season one people were a little older, uh, more established in their per- their careers and whatnot. Which also you are you're 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 a broker in the real estate industry, have your, having your own firm. How did being on the show um, affect you as a realtor and 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 all of that? Either positive, negatively, no no change. I mean, what? How did that affect you in your? Because that's that's a, that can sometimes be you know bankers, realtors, and attorneys to me kind of have those sacred places in people's lives because, you know, of what you're dealing with, you know, money, number one. Oh, absolutely. And, you and know, yeah, so I just wonder how that kind of affected your your business overall. Well, doing real estate, I mean, you know, I, I basically, next to someone having a child, I'm I'm handling the biggest financial transaction they're right. going to make in their lives. So at that time, what kind of worked in my favor was it was it was the big, the big crash, mm-hmm. the market was down. So it was one of those things where the market was a little slow. So doing the show and then all of the appearances and touring and thing that things that took place the year after kind of filled that void for the market being a little bit stagnant. And afterward, because I had been in the business for so long at that point, it didn't affect my career negatively at all. Actually, people felt the level of, Oh, I know you. Oh, I've seen you before. Yeah, and there's like, a level look, of credibility. Yeah, you look familiar. You look familiar. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then, luckily, knock on wood, um, I did a few other t- TV appearances afterward. Uh, most recently, on Million Dollar Listings, that kind of uh, put that credibility through the roof. And now, now I'm so busy, I can't even I can't even think straight, which is, I guess, a good thing in our business. Yeah, but you know, that's one thing that I wondered because I think you would have been one of those people where people would have expected to spin off onto something else as your own even like you were saying like you know the million dollar listing is is one but i can see you in something like that you know of your own you hosting that show because you've got so much personality and so much real person character you know what i mean it's like thank you i appreciate that but you know what i'm saying it's like you know i when i want to look at a reality show that's what i want i want to see someone who's real i don't want to see someone who just looks pretty looks good on camera and all i really want to be spoken to the way that we would speak, you know what I mean? Like when we're me and you out or something, I want you to speak to me on TV the way you would speak to me in person, and that's how you come off. And I think you would be so good at your own thing and to throw in your profession. How fun is that? I, I thought about it, and um, for now, I'm, I'm just doing little shows. Like I'm going to be on on House Hunters, which everybody knows uh, knows mm-hmm. about. We just wrapped, and it should be it should be airing sometime late spring, early summer. But doing doing TV is you know takes a lot of time. It, it's 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 long hours. You know you have to be really committed, and it's really difficult to be committed to your clients who need you twenty four seven. You know when they're buying homes and making these big financial moves, and also you know be committed to, to television. So right now my clients are my priority, and I don't mind popping in and out on some fun TV shows. But doing something full time would 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 take away from my business yeah yeah and i know you are extremely busy but i want to take a quick little commercial break and when i come back i want to ask you a couple of questions about uh why you haven't um used your celebrity as a more 
like to like purchase a nightlife club for lesbians or something? You know, I'm gonna ask you some questions about that. Do you have enough time to stay with me for a little bit? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Sure. Well, we're gonna take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll hear more from the real L words, Rose Garcia, who will be at the Dinah in the coming weeks. We'll be right back. I think we're ready. We're really doing this. Yeah, I'm ready for our family. So where do we start? <laughs> Starting a family is a team effort, and when life needs a little encouragement, Pacific Fertility Center will be right by your side. As a unified team of the best fertility specialists, guided by the highest ethical standards, Pacific Fertility Center provides patients with compassionate fertility care. Visit PacificFertilityCenter.com. Thanks for listening to the Progressive Voices Network, streaming the best in progressive talk 24-7. Keep the progressive conversation going on on Facebook. Like us at facebook.com forward slash progressive voices. On the Progressive Voices Facebook page, we update the stories that our hosts like Tom Hartman, Stephanie Miller, Bill Press, and Leslie Marshall will be talking about during their shows. And we share great news, commentaries, opinion pieces, and videos from all over the progressive world. Always progressive, always on. Be part of the progressive conversation. Like us at facebook.com forward slash progressive voices. This is a true story about two best friends who fell in love and moved across the country to the city by the bay. After many years of dating, Jen and Jacqueline are now planning their dream wedding. It's a big moment in everyone's life when you say I do, especially when you can make choices for your authentic life and your loved ones too. Congratulations, Jen and Jacqueline. Live your authentic life. A special message brought to you by Weatherford BMW. Well, hello, hello, everybody. We're back. This is B.B. Sweetbriar, and you're listening to It's Everything. Um, as I explained at the beginning of the program, um, It's Everything is a media sponsor for the Dinah 2017 in Palm Springs coming up on uh, March 28th through April the 2nd. And for the rest of March, we'll be um, having some guests that are definitely a celebs, celesbians, as I as we like to say, um, who are participating as a, a performer, hostess, or what have you. They'll just be there in all their glory at the Dinah. And uh, we are in conversation with Rose Garcia from the wonderful Real L Word. And um, as I was before we went to break, I you know we know how how much you bring to the party, girl. We know how much <laughs> you bring to the party, and as we were talking kind of earlier, how you know the the lesbian community doesn't have it. Almost every major city that you go to that has a good um, LGBT community, there is it's hard for say either a well definitely a seven day a week club that is dedicated to the lesbian community to stay open and thrive. We know that there's always been that difficulty no matter where you go. But I've always wondered what it would be like, though, if that club had the name of or the ownership of somebody who was pretty big in the, in the community um, to make it a place for a destination for people visiting the town as much as it is for those who are local. You know what I mean? And, and so I was thinking, you know, you being a realtor and, and having your pulse on what's available out there and you having that celebrity status out there, that the two could go hand in hand and you could open up a place called The Rose or whatever. <laughs> you know what I mean? And put it out there at L.A. Prime and do your thing and just have this place for because even your girlfriends who are many of them have the same level of celebrityism as you do need a place to go somewhere and feel like okay I'm amongst my my people and I don't have to feel like I'm going to be gawked over just by going to any other club that they would go to you know what I mean oh God, like you said you, no, I totally you, agree some of your clients say oh I think I know you they don't need all that you know um have you thought about that at all has anybody approached you about investing in something like that um, I've been approached to invest in some in some projects. The thing is, is that you know when it comes to to running a, a nightlife business, or even if it was just a bar or a food and bar like the Abbey, let's say for instance, mm -hmm. you have to be a thousand percent committed, or it's going to fail. Mm -hmm. You know, when you look at these long-standing bars that we have in our community, you know the owners practically live there. They have to. That's the only way that 
you know, these, these businesses succeed. And, you know, it's unfortunate that in our community, we don't have many. We have a lot of LGBTQ places that are kind of mixed and for, for everyone. But when you're talking about the lesbian community, I mean, I can probably count on my hand how many freestanding bars there are in the country. Mm-hmm. You know, um, obviously, like I mentioned earlier, Henrietta Hudson's being one of the oldest in New York and one of the biggest cities. And Lisa C is one of my great friends. And we talk about, you know, how she stayed successful for all these years and is the go-to place in New York. And it's because she has to constantly run the business. Mm-hmm. She runs her business. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, that's, that's the only way. And same thing with, you know, one of my other favorite cities in Oklahoma, <laughs> believe it or not. <laughs> um, one of my favorite cities to go party, uh, the owner Kay has owned her place for over 20, 25 years in Oklahoma City. And then you have Pearl Bar in Houston. There's very few. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of sad, you know, in Los Angeles being such a big city um, that we don't have that. You know, the mm-hmm. only thing that we do have is a bunch of awesome promoters like Morgan Hildebrand, who's also going to be performing at the Dinah who's a great DJ who puts on probably some of the best parties in LA. And, um, you know, you have all these other promoters, but for, for women, it comes down to support. And the last place that I remembered was the Palms bar. I don't know if you remember that. No, I don't. That was a seven day a week place for us to go and hang out. And when they sold, um, I thought someone was going to keep it alive and it just closed shortly after because of the lack of support in our community. Yeah. You know, it takes money to run these things and, you know, our community has to step up and support all these bars that are out there, keep them going, make them successful to entice, whether it be myself or anyone else to want to put their blood, sweat and tears in, into creating something and, you know, putting it out there for the community. Well, you know, I, I think some of that, and you're absolutely right on everything that you said, and I think some of that, that the issue of support just may be, and I, and, the struggle is so, so real, not just for lesbians, but just for women. And then I think sometimes it's hard for women to help uh, be committed to support something like that on a regular basis. In the evening. Because they're just so hard trying to, hey, keep afloat from the reality of how it is out there just to be a woman, whether it be their day, you know, their daytime job. Right. I'm, work, I'm working my ass off and working overtime and trying to prove something that I don't shouldn't have to try and prove. And all, all that I got to be one step ahead. If I'm even in a law firm, or I got to stay one step ahead of my, of, of my, of my dudes that I work with in order to do the same thing that they're doing and getting paid less. You know what I mean? So it's like, maybe no, that's, right. that, that's probably a lot to do with why the support isn't consistent and up to the level that it needs to be in order for, like you said, the, the places to stay afloat. Um, because but it's I, possible because, you know, we've seen it, like I said, with you know these, these clubs and like, like I said, Henry Red Hudson's like the biggest example. They've been around forever in the biggest city in our in our country mm-hmm. and have succeeded and that place is packed every mm-hmm. time I go there. Yeah. So there is it's just you have to work the business 24/7 you really do in order for it to um, succeed and you know um, our lesbian community you know does get tired if things aren't changed and you know right. Uh, right. constantly evolving and fresh and exciting and new, and that takes a lot of work. Yeah, yeah, totally, totally, totally get it. Well, what's, uh, I mean, you talked about a couple of shows that you're going to be on um, coming here soon that you've um, already uh, wrapped up and and, and uh, taped those types of things. What else is on the horizon for you, um, you know, whether it be, you know, expanding your firm or, you know, in the celebrity TV world. Uh, or are you going to get on to, are you going to start singing, Rose? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't have time for that. My voice isn't that great. But um, I'm still doing a bunch of a bunch of uh, appearances all over the country. Mm-hmm. So, you know, still doing that. You know, so I, I'm going to be in Chicago soon in the next couple of weeks. And then obviously doing the Dinah and then heading over to Aqua Girl. I mean, so I'm, I'm always constantly, you know, I call this like party season. Once Dinah kicks in, it's all the way through the summer, and we're just traveling all over the place having a good time. Well, are you still and, part of Eden? 
Yeah, actually, I, I've been doing eating since its inception. I know, with so, Miss Chris. I, mean, I love, that's, that's my girl. I love her and that's... everything she does for the community because she really is a giver. She's awesome. Uh-huh, yeah, and I, so, I, I didn't realize that you were had been involved since the beginning until most recently, and I was like, oh, my gosh, when, when does it stop with you? Yeah, those are my girls. I love them. Like, Miss Chris and I, we go way back, and I've seen her, you know, grow that party from... Well, it's always kind of been big. I'm not right. going to lie. She went, she went big from the beginning, um, but it, it's just evolved into this crazy yeah, the headliners, The headliners that you get, you know, have been amazing performers. I mean, she had Ruby Rose. Yeah. She's had, she's had Eve. Eve, she had yeah. I mean, she's had some big people there. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it don't play. <laughs> no, she, she's awesome. Yeah. Uh, you'll see me on, I just shot a million dollar listing that just aired. And then um, I'm going to be doing uh, a couple of episodes of House Hunters, so those will pop up between spring and summer. And I do a bunch of, like, you know, editorial, tutorial stuff, like BuzzFeed. I did a clip for them, and I'm going to be on this series uh, for KCRW um, in regards to, like, gentrification. And they're doing an East Coast, West Coast sort of thing, and I'm going to be, you know, doing all the tutorials for L.A. and how uh -huh. it's changed so much since I'm born and raised in the city. Yeah. So, you know, you'll see me here and there. <laughs> well, good. Well, you know, and I know people are just, like I said, you're going to be at three of the uh, the events on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And for people who want to know exactly, you can go to thedina.com, and there's an events um, tab there, and you push the events, and it lists all of them. I do all the parties. Yeah. I oh, do well, of the course you parties do. <laughs> and the night parties. So my my advice for everyone out there, if this is your first Dinah or your twenty first Dinah, I have one word for you. And that's called hydrate. Hydrate. Yeah. <laughs> hydrate and you will last all weekend with a smile on your face <laughs> and have the best time of your life. There you go. There you and go. Stay hydrated. That's it. <laughs> I can't. Well, I want you to know that, um, you know, I always give my uh, my daughter a little list of folks that, that, you know, she met. And I don't know how she missed you last year because um, I don't know. Oh, not, last year I wasn't there. Last okay, year that's why. That's why. Okay, because that was her first year that I sent her out there. But, okay, no wonder she didn't. She, I was like, you didn't get rose. You weren't there. But this year. That was year, my first Miss Dinah in, like, 20 20 so, well, you're you know, going to be we're, there we're this going, time. So, we're uh, going big this year. <laughs> okay. So when she comes up, she says, I work with It's Everything. You just better talk to her and get, you know. I get, will. Get, her, get on camera. We're going to have some video going. Is she over 21? Can we do shopping? Oh, yeah. She's over 20. Go. I ain't sitting my baby now. Come on. Okay. I know I look like I should have just a baby. But, no, I, she, she's like 24 or something like that. But she'll be cool. She's really good. Last year, they loved her. I just got so many compliments from people like oh my god she's so good she's so funny she's so professional she's like that's my kid of course she's gonna be all that but uh, well, there we go. we're gonna do some we're gonna do some shots at the pool party. okay okay oh i have to like warn her i'll have to warn her <laughs> thank you so much rose for coming on the show my and, pleasure and plugging the dinah and you know giving the the world out there a little scoop on what's happening with you and what to expect in the in the near future and uh if you're going to be here for eating i definitely want to um check in with you and maybe have you back on the show before that uh, pride Absolutely. season Okay. Thank you. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Everyone out there, thank you so much. Please support the Dinah, and I'll see you there. Okay. Sounds great. We've been speaking with Rose Garcia from The Real L Word, and of course, a uh, just an all-around great uh, person and a person to be around and support of the lesbian community, and she will be at the Dinah coming up on March 28th through April 2nd. We're going to take a quick break, and then when we come back, we'll be back with our next Dinah guest, Kiala Canelli. We'll be right back. Babe, I think we're ready. We're really doing this. <laughs> yeah, I'm ready for our family. So where do we start? <laughs> Starting a family is a team effort, and when life needs a little encouragement, Pacific Fertility Center will be right by your side. As a unified team of the best fertility specialists, guided by the highest ethical standards, Pacific Fertility Center provides patients with compassionate fertility care. Visit PacificFertilityCenter.com. 
The Commonwealth Club is a unique organization that brings together people from a variety of backgrounds to explore important issues as a community. Sooner or later, everyone worth hearing comes to our stage. From Marga Gomez to Richard Chamberlain, from James Hormel to Kate Kendall, leading thinkers, activists, politicians, and artists have come to the Commonwealth Club of California. Ted Olson and David Boyes came here to discuss their winning legal strategy for same-sex marriage. Jason Collins talked about gay athletes. The Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence discussed activism and good works. Actor and director Rob Reiner explained how he got Hollywood behind same-sex marriage. Barney Frank described what it's like to be gay at the highest levels of Washington. From healthcare reform to transgender rights, from immigration to gay-owned businesses, it's all at the Commonwealth Club. And that's still just a portion of the 450 programs we present every single year, with new programming nearly every single day. Be a part of the conversation. Learn more at commonwealthclub.org, download our free app in iTunes, and join us in person the next time you're in San Francisco. The Commonwealth Club of California puts you face-to-face -face with today's thought leaders. Well, we're back. I hope you guys enjoyed the messages that you, uh, you know, listened to there while we took a little bit of break. I am BB Sweetbriar, and this is It's Everything. Of course, we are the weekly Sunday edition of the wonderful Michelle Meow Show. And uh, we've been speaking with uh, some of the ladies, some of the ladies from the Dinah, the Dinah Shore Weekend by Club Skirt will be coming up this uh, end of March, March 28th through April 2nd. We get, they gonna give you five good old days down there in the heat of Palm Springs. But, you know, all, all I'm gonna tell y'all who have never heard, which I'm sure there's, there's probably like, like three people out there have never heard of the diner, but, but I'm gonna tell you that it is the biggest girl music festival it is a music festival because people forget that it's not a bunch of girls hanging out there just you know you know doing whatever there is like high quality music being played there either live performances by people or you've got some world-class djs spinning the hell out of some music and we happen to have one of them right now on the phone with us here from i don't know are you in hawaii right now girl uh, I'm in Los Angeles right now. Okay. Well, I got Kiel now. I, now I'm gonna I'm gonna say right now. I, I might butcher your last name, but I think it's Canelli. But I could be wrong. Uh, Kennelly, 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 Kennelly. Ken so I'm, I'm sure that's how they pronounce it over in um, over on the Green Isle. But, that's what that's what I figured. You know, I said, now is this gonna <laughs> be some Green Isle stuff or because and then I can you know, let me just tell you how good I did. I went to the Google it the pronunciation and I got five different pronunciations when I went to the, yeah. You, you know, like so they don't <laughs> even know. Now do you go by DJ KK or no? Yeah, I go by DJ KK. Okay, um, I I go by KK as a nickname because when I tell people my name's Kala. They just kind of blink, and they go, oh, nice to meet you, Carol. Okay. <laughs> no, it's Caroline. You know? No. Well, they didn't have that well, problem. It, it just saves time. Right, um, but see, they didn't have that. They didn't have that problem when you were surfing, though. They didn't have that problem on the world-class surfing tour because they knew who was coming. Okay, they had your name right. They got to they got to say it a few times. Yeah, yeah, they, they had it right. They got you, to practice. Yeah, because you spent, what, 10 years on the circuit, right? Like, yeah, heavy 10 time. Twelve years, I did. Yeah, big time. Not we're not talking low class. We're talking big class here. You you were. Yeah, yeah, the big tour. The big, you, tour. The, the, the big wave lady. You that's what she was doing out there. I get I get my big girl panties on. <laughs> now, how do you go from that? How do you go from that to your DJ and your acting? How do you go from that part of it? Because you know most of us would have expected, and you might do some of this where you're kind of like doing some sport casting stuff from some of the stuff. Uh, you know, on, on either local or national TV on that. But that's what I think we probably would have expected you doing more of than the DJ acting stuff. So how do you, how did that transition happen for you? Well, you know, music's always just been a, a you know, a really important part of my life. And, you know, I think um, c coming up as a, as a gay person, you know, it's like you, you find your community and, you know, you go out and kind of dance just to like, feel good and, and celebrate and so you know um 
music just be going out dancing just became a, a, a big part of my life and mm. um, it was kind of my escape because you know the tour was pretty homophobic and um, you know it, it made me kind of want to run to the big city sometimes and just be mm. anonymous again and uh, so I just you know I fell in love with with um, house music and I fell in love with just like the upliftingness you feel when you you know, you're dancing in the club and you're just losing yourself in the music and throwing your hands up. And I was just like, you know, I, I kind of realized like, oh, okay, you know, there's a DJ and, and I was like, man, that's I, you. That's you. That's going to be I you. Go to a club and, and I have a really, really awesome night. And other times, you know, I go to a club and it's just not on. And, 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 and I realized it was, it, the music made such a difference, and so mm-hmm. uh, being kind of a control freak, I was like, "Well, I, I got to be in control of that." So, yeah, and and one of those things too is like you were talking about how the uh, you go to some of the clubs and the DJs, the music just isn't isn't quite popping, and you know that you're not the only one that's feeling it as you look around the room there, and then you just look and say, "Well, that's just the DJ not reading the room and not reading, you know, wh- what 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 your audience who you're playing for." It, you know, exactly. needs to hear from you. Sometimes I think, you know, we as performers, you know, I'm a performer as well. We sometimes need to, re- we forget that it is about the people out there, not about you. It's about the people out there. And, uh, and I know you kind of have, you have a, an eclectic, I mean, you not only just play house or techno, you, you play some, some old school and all that. So you have that repertoire where you can say, hey, this ain't what they feeling right now. I need to, you know, throw in a little of this, you know. You know, I like to throw in a, a couple little nuggets for everybody. You mm-hmm. know, I want, I want, like at Dinah, like, you know, I'm definitely going to play, like, some new stuff and some, like, you know, tropical uplifting, tropical house stuff. But, you know, I'm going to throw in some remixes where the, where the old lesbians are going to be like, yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> oh, because we're the old lesbians. <laughs> <laughs> I remember where I was when I heard this, right? That's like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm going to take them back. I'm going to bring back some memories. Oh, God. Well, that's that's good, but it's good that you have that. You know what I mean? Like where you have that mindset when you're going in. Now, now, now is this the first time that you've played at the Dinah? Yeah, this will be the first time I've actually ever even been to the Dinah. Oh, so oh, wait a minute. So your first time is your work at now. You only do you're 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 playing at which party? If I'm not mistaken, it's I'm playing. The, I think I'm playing two of the pool parties. Yeah, so I'll have some free time. To okay. Check out the other stuff. Yeah. Well, what's taking you so long to get your butt to the Dinah? You know, I'm just so busy. You know, like when I was doing the tour, it was like I was on two world tours. Yeah. I'm sure that it always conflicted with a contest, you know, mm-hmm. happening on the other part of the world. So, yeah, it just hasn't happened yet. Well, this is going to be such a thing for you, particularly as you venture into this, you know, more and more of the, of the DJing stuff, because there's so many people from all over the world, and you know, that will be here, will be there, and will be, you know, listening to you know, their fellow community lesbian playing, or, or non, because there's a lot of straight people who go there, too. I mean, I think people forget that. Really? Yeah, there are going to be some straight folks there. And there's going to be a few, awesome. there's going to be a few little gay boys there, too. There's going to be little everything. I, I love the gay okay. boys. Bring them so, on. They're going to be the all there. I love the house music. So yeah, right, right. But, you know, they're <laughs> going to be, there's going to be a big exposure, I think, for uh, you that you, that sometimes we, you know, I think people forget that, so many people from all over the world will be there because it, it is the largest, you know, I'm not kidding. It's the largest girl party out there. Well, for me, you know, DJing is all about, you know, sharing like really good music with people. And, you know, for me, it's all about sharing. So the more the merrier. Mm-hmm. I just want to share good vibes, good music and make people feel good. Now, where where do you hope that you're going to take um, this DJ thing um, as, as you progress on that. And, and what I mean by that is, you know, a lot of DJs are getting into full production and in remixing and stuff like that. Is that a direction that you want to take, what you're doing? Yeah, you know, I've looked into that. I've, like, I've done some little remixes and stuff myself, but, like, I want to actually, like, take classes in music production at mm-hmm. some point to where... Because, I mean, I've, I've, bought, I've bought programs where you can, you know make your own stuff, produce your own stuff, but it's like it's complicated. It's like Photoshop for music. So, yeah. you know, <laughs> unless you have unless you have somebody kinda guiding you through it. It's right. not gonna you're not gonna make a hit. So when right. I have a little more time on my hands, I definitely now that I'm in, um, based in Los Angeles with Hollywood um, I want to find some classes on music production and, and um, Well you yeah, need to grab on to Donna Montel and have her, 
give you, you give you some tutelage in that area. That's my girl out there at Chapel. Yeah. Yes. Right. You need to you need to check out Donna Montel. She would uh, the best, the best, the best. And that's the thing too because there aren't that many. Um, and I would I, I a class I guess is what I'll call it a class. Uh, lady DJs out there and because yeah. there's not that many opportunities it's not because they don't have the talent it's just because there's not as many of course opportunities like everything else you know in the world for women um, out there for them to really show what they got and Donna though is one of those who and she's such a good you know she actually approached me and said that she wanted she goes I need you I want to do a song with you and I want I want to do a song for the lady DJ she says I am so tired of people say hey mr dj you know we need a hey miss dj yeah. or something song out there hey and dj I, girl hey dj girl right hey lady dj whatever and it's like you know what i think that's a good idea so we go we have to throw that down and maybe we have to throw in some of these these you know up and coming lady djs up there to do a little lick or something you know what i'm saying key allah there you go okay. there you go <laughs> well i you know i i i'm I've been used to breaking glass ceilings in the surfing world, so yes, some exactly. Girls to, some girls need to bust it in the DJ world. You know, are you okay. So I'm, how, I'm how? Glad your friend is uh, is right there. Yeah, know? right there. She's at the chapel. I don't know if she's there every Sunday, but um, it's most a lot of Sundays. You can definitely check her there, which is you at know chapel, right, right uh, in um in West, West Hollywood, right next to a Abby, right next Abby. to Abby. Um, but you know, you're influenced because you are from Hawaii. Um, uh, Kauai, if, if I'm not mistaken. Um, do, do you have a lot of uh, uh, kind of Hawaiian music influence in, in the things that you hear in your head? Well, you know what? I think that um, I think that we all come, if you trace us all back, you know, to, to the beginning of, of time, you know, we all come from... Something you know, tribal of some something sort. Something tribal, mm -hmm. something native, drums, you know, beats. Mm -hmm. So I, yeah, I love, I love that, 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 that drum sound. Um, in my music, you know, I love tribal stuff. I love tropical house. I love, yeah, you know, it's all about those. But yeah, I mean, I, I've played like sets with just like a like a lot of Latin influence in them. Um, well, well, tell me a little bit about some of the things that you've been doing in the acting world since you've taken on kind of both of those um, uh, these new entertainment things after uh, leaving the tour. Um, how how how's that working for you? And I, there's a lot more stuff happening in Hawaii. I know you're based in LA now, but there were a lot of things happening more so in um, filming. And you know they have a TV series. Hawaii Five O came back out again. Um, you know happening on 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 the uh, Oahu in particular. But um, how's all that going for you as you kick off your acting? Well, essentially, you know, essentially, I, I actually left the tour to do a TV series uh, for HBO, and then that only um, went one season. And so then I started concentrating on um, kind of pioneering the big wave thing for the ladies. There wasn't a lot of women doing that. So mm -hmm. um, I've had a lot of success with that. Like last year I won uh, this award at the XXL Award. It's, it, you know, it's an open gender category, but a woman's never even been nominated, let alone win. And I've walked away with a win. So that was, um, that was really uh, an accomplishment and, and some pretty groundbreaking stuff. So I was, I was really stoked about that. And, you know, there's not really um, a tour for the women big wave thing yet, so that gives me, you know, more free time to pursue DJing stuff. And you know, to be honest, DJing's help supplement my income because, yeah, like I said, we don't have a tour, so yeah, you know, there's only like a few contests here and there. You can't really live off of that prize money, so um, right. Now you've DJed in San Francisco, right? Yeah, I have. What 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 party were you here? Because that's that's where the radio show um, is. You know, we're based here. I uh, DJed a fundraiser event at Mina Gallery, and I DJed the um, Highline Festival of Surfing in um, Mill Valley. Wow. Well, we we definitely should, you know, have you back up in this game here. I I'm, I'm I sure, love I love. I'm sure you love the city. I'm sure you love San Francisco. I love San Francisco. You know, we we don't have the probably the big waves out there. Number one, the water's know, actually you have uh, you have a big wave spot called Maverick right oh. south at Half Moon Bay. Well, I mean, it's chilly. But the, I'm from the, Hawaii. I'll be honest. That water is cold. I know that water is cold. Big wetsuit. Okay. Uh, <laughs> you know. You can't. Yeah, you can't be up there in your little skivvies like you do. Uh, in I, Hawaii. I can't be in my skivvies. I, I you know I feel a little constricted in those big wetsuits, but um, it's a little it's a little cold. Oh it's my! A tit, it's a tit bit nipply. If okay. you know what I mean. <laughs> 
Oh, my God. Oh, wow. Well, we're going to, I think we, we have to take a, a little bit of a break. and But I want to come back and talk to you a little bit more about, you know, you talked more about the surfing and about um, uh, there aren't a lot of women in the big big wave thing. And I want to talk to you a little bit more about sports in general for women and okay. the limitations, okay? So we'll be right back with Kiala, also known as DJ KK. He'll be at the, be at the Dinah right after these, these messages. The Commonwealth Club is a unique organization that brings together people from a variety of backgrounds to explore important issues as a community. Sooner or later, everyone worth hearing comes to our stage. From Marga Gomez to Richard Chamberlain, from James Hormel to Kate Kendall, leading thinkers, activists, politicians, and artists have come to the Commonwealth Club of California. Ted Olson and David Boyes came here to discuss their winning legal strategy for same-sex marriage. Jason Collins talked about gay athletes. The Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence discussed activism and good works. Actor and director Rob Reiner explained how he got Hollywood behind same-sex marriage. Barney Frank described what it's like to be gay at the highest levels of Washington. From healthcare reform to transgender rights, from immigration to gay-owned businesses, it's all at the Commonwealth Club. And that's still just a portion of the 450 programs we present every single year, with new programming nearly every single day. Be a part of the conversation. Learn more at commonwealthclub.org, download our free app in iTunes, and join us in person the next time you're in San Francisco. The Commonwealth Club of California puts you face-to-face -face with today's thought leaders. Babe, I think we're ready. We're really doing this. Yeah, I'm ready for our family. So where do we start? <laughs> Starting a family is a team effort, and when life needs a little encouragement, Pacific Fertility Center will be right by your side. As a unified team of the best fertility specialists, guided by the highest ethical standards, Pacific Fertility Center provides patients with compassionate fertility care. Visit PacificFertilityCenter.com. Hello, everybody, and we're back, and we're back for our, our final quarter. I always hate saying that because it always just seems so, like, you know, finito, you know, the final. But it is our last little quarter of today's program, and we've been dedicating this entire hour to the ladies of, of the Dinah, which will be happening down in Palm Springs, uh, the Club Skirts annual event down there, and it will start on March 28th, I do believe, the Wednesday, the final Wednesday, uh, all the way through Sunday, April the 2nd. And I have with me one of the DJs that will be playing there, there Kiala Kennelly, or Kennelly, or, or however you want to say the K part of the last part of her name, she's okay with that. Um, but our DJ KK, um, who's making her debut appearance at the Dinah, not only as a performer, but also as a participant, as a guest. So <laughs> there you go. I've got to hand it to uh, Mariah and Club Skirts. They know how to throw a party, man. Oh, it, it, and it is. It is the largest. It is the largest girl music festival in the world, which is, to me, kind of like, you know, right here in little old Palm Springs Desert, here you go. You know what I mean? It's like... Y'all gonna take over that 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 city. That's all we got to say. I don't. There's thousands <laughs> of, of you know girls that come there, and 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 have a good time. And you know, as I introduced you early in the program, that you are a world class surfer and, and and spent you know what a decade or or more at the top of the game there with you know winning many awards and and um you're what on the surfing walk of fame and you know you, you big time. You're not. <laughs> uh, you, you want a couple of Billabong XXL girl performance thingies, and you know you 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 big, you big. But there aren't, like you said before, there aren't a lot of women um, in the sport of surfing. And you did mention something about the homophobia that goes on. And, and I'm not making the assumption that if you're a female surfer that you happen to be lesbian. But um, there's probably not only just um, homophobia, but there's also maybe a little gender phobia as well as in surfing. Correct me if I'm wrong in that. Is, is that part of the reason why there's not as many girls in surfing? 
Yeah, I mean, I think also, you know, um, I think guys get really can get really threatened if you're good at a sport, you know, mm-hmm. because they feel like that's, that's their, you know, I'm a guy, that's my thing. And all of a sudden when they see a girl, like, ripping, um, you know, they, some of them can get a little insecure and intimidated. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know when I started out, I used to compete against the boys, and they didn't like it when you beat them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, and you are from Hawaii, which is you know, uh, known for, you know, producing a lot of surfers and, you know, good. I mean, you, you can't go out to any of the beach areas without having somebody approach you to see if you want to take a lesson from them. And most of them are, you know, trying to earn some bucks. Those are, you know, high-quality surfers, and they're just doing their thing on the side, trying to, you know, make some make some money. Um, L- trying to live the dream. Trying to live the dream. So, you know, there has to be. Are there a lot of women in Hawaii, though, that, that do surf on out there? Yeah, I mean, uh, surfing is just such a big part of our culture out there. I mean, like, you know, people ask me, like, oh, how long have you been surfing for? And, and I honestly, like, I, I, my parents threw me in the water when I was still in diapers. Like, mm-hmm. it, it's just something I've always done. I can't even recollect my first wave because, you know, I was just a baby. It's just, you know, the ocean, it's an island. So, you know, we spend most days at the beach and the, you know, the ocean's your babysitters. Like, yeah, go play in the ocean, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, well, have you, so, have you, are you, have, do you get approached? And I think you, you did kind of hit upon that a little bit, but I'm, you must be also approached being the person, the high profile person that you've become as, as a, as a female surfer to, to somewhat be not really the spokesperson, but kind of to help recruit or to help um, at least put that in the minds of girls that this is, you know, not only a fun sport, which I know it is, and it can be dangerous. I know any sport can be dangerous. You can hurt yourself, you know, bowling. But, <laughs> you know, you, you can't. But, but you know, to, to, to let them know some of the possibilities that they may not have realized were out there for them, you know. You don't always have to be a well, Baywatch I mean, girl on the so much, on the beach. So much of my life, you know, I was told that I couldn't do things because I was a girl. You know, mm-hmm. oh, you can't, you know, you can't surf because you're a girl. You can't, you know, you girls can't ride big waves. Girls can't ride these kind of waves. And it's just like, you know, I could have taken that as a fact, but I was just like, yeah, I don't know. But you know, I'm a girl and I haven't tried, so you know, I just like really, really wanted to prove them wrong. You know, because as soon as somebody tells you you can't do something. You know, human nature is you just you, you want to go and do it. So. Right, right. Now, um, sur- surfing's not a part of it's not a part of the Olympics, is it? Now that now I'm showing my ignorance. Actually, uh, 2020, it's going to be. See, I, uh, it for, is for the first time. Okay, yeah. so there, I see. There you are. I think there's a place for you. <laughs> there's a place for you in that. You need you need to be a part of the team. You need to be a part of the team. We Represent need to get you, the USA. You need to be in the USA. Or how about even the in the in the gay Olympics? Is is there a um or the gay games? Oh, we okay. we can't put Olympics in there. We're not allowed to put Olympics in there. I forgot the gay games. Yeah, is there surfing involved in that? I you know what I haven't even looked into that. But that that come on, you need to bring home the gold, girl. We want you to bring home the gold. I, I want to bring home the gold. And can you want to win a gold medal? And then can you see that you spinning, you know, on the DJ thing, and you and you got some people got gold chains. You got a gold medal. That's I think that's, that's right. That, that's right. <laughs> Team USA. Okay, but yeah, but you, if that's going to be in 2020, is that sparking some stuff for you as far as you know coming back into it a little well, bit yeah, differently? You know, when I of course when they made the announcement, I was really excited at the thought of it. You know, I'm not sure what the um, requirements are going to be because I'm the not training, actually. Yeah. Yeah, well, I'm not actively competing on the uh, circuit anymore, so I yeah. imagine they'll probably choose some women that are, um, you know, in the top on the circuit right yeah. now. But it probably so, wouldn't take we'll you. See. You probably wouldn't take you long to get yourself back in the game. Well, I'm getting over a knee injury at the moment. Uh, cause, like you said, big wave surfing is dangerous. It is. It is. Well, yeah, I all got that down by a big one at Jaws and. Uh, for a couple of muscles and, and a couple of ligament tears, so yeah, I haven't haven't been surfing since November. So now outside of the Dyna, um, which is again coming up at the end of March here on the I think it's the twenty eighth of twenty eighth or the 29th, you, Correct me if anybody out there who wrong, but it does go th- from the wind the last Wednesday of March through uh, Sunday April the second. Um, what other things, you know, with your DJing do you have coming up that we can um, kind of tell people where to find you? 
I think I'm playing another um, lesbian festival out in, in Florida, actually, uh, called, like, in Pensacola. I think it's oh, called, yeah. like, sex, Sexicola or something like that. <laughs> Sexicola. <laughs> That's about all they got Sounds going like on. Sounds like an awesome uh, soft drink. <laughs> right, Sexicola. <laughs> I got me some sexy cola. That does sound like a great. Definitely to the gay community. They could definitely sell that to the gay community, right? Some sexy right. cola. Okay. You know, and, and uh, I would, I had uh, Rose Garcia on before you came on um, today on the on the um, on the radio show, and the um, we have a a big lesbian uh, pride event here in San Francisco called Eden, which and it also is somewhere else too. They also do a, a part of that somewhere else. But um, here during Pride Week in um, San Francisco, and um, that might be something that you could could put your hat in. That might be interesting. That'd be cool. You That'd know? be cool. You might need to hit Rose up while she's uh, while she's there at the, at the Dinah because um, and that's another again another world class event. Um, particularly since there's so many people from across the world that come to San Francisco Pride, but this particular, I think theirs is a two-dayer, is, um, you know, definitely geared toward the lesbian community, and it's huge. They've got, you know, they've had Eve, they've had, um, oh, who else have they had um, perform? They've had some great, you know, A-class performers, Guapoli, uh, people who are big out there doing doing their thing on the stage, doing and, big things, right? Big people doing big things. And who's the, who's the DJ actress from Australia? Uh, Rose, Rose. Um, oh, oh, that was on the Orange, Orange is the New Black. Black. Yeah, she she was out out here. I think it was last year, and and did her DJing thing. So you know, you could be in good company out there. But you know, it did. That's cool. Because like we were saying before on the program, there are a lot of. There aren't a lot of opportunity for uh, lady DJs out there. Again, not because they don't have the skills. It's just, you know, just like anything else for women, unfortunately. Sometimes the opportunities just aren't laid out in front of them, and you kind of have to scrap Or the opportunities are only there for those that are super-duper attractive and are willing to, you know, right. it up. You, to, you, you got to scrap. You got to scrap and... You know, and yeah. definitely, you know, a lot of uh, networking in order, you know, to get yourself heard out there. And um, um, well, my daughter will be out there as a correspondent for It's Everything because we do cover, we do cover the. Are whole you going to come down to the diner? I don't, and I, I'm, I'm like you. I've never been before either. But, um, but I, um, I be, I ask that all the time, and I, I you know Mona has asked me, she goes, I, you need to come, and I, I don't know if I'm going to make it out there. I, I just always feel too old. I just too feel too old. Honey, I got some tracks that will bring you back, though. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel too old. I got, I got some Fleetwood Mac remixes, oh, girl. Okay. I ain't that old. <laughs> <laughs> so I send my daughter out there, and, and she comes down, and she's my, my little correspondent and another uh, young lady, and they do their thing, and I always give them a list of who I want them to, you know, you know, you got to definitely get them on video and get them on, you know, get some photo opportunity. My daughter does the videoing and the interviewing, and she does the photography. She's like a one-stop shop, but uh, she brings a she brings a, a full a full crew with her. I think she's coming with about ten gals, and they got a little house and stuff that they're staying in. She got a posse. She does. You know, that's how we roll. That's how we roll. She rolls deep. That's how the sweet briars roll. That's how we she roll. She rolls like. <laughs> So you gotta come on there, but but I definitely will make sure that she um, gets a chance to uh, holla at you and get you on video and does a little final report, including you on there. And we will also be putting um, our our pictures into one of our, uh, our our gay rags here in San Francisco called Gloss Magazine, and um, we'll do a little picture spread. So we'll have to get you across the red carpet as you come across there as well. Well, yeah, let's find an excuse for me to come up there. Yeah, we will, that That's what we really need to do, okay? And that mm -hmm. that, that mm -hmm. won't be too hard to find an excuse. We can try and make that happen. And my girl, my girlfriend's sister lives up in wine country. So oh, like, up in like Sonoma, the visit. Napa area? Yeah. In-laws. There you go. That's what I'm Double talking about. That's what I'm talking <laughs> about. Well, I just want to thank you for taking the time to spend some time with us and letting the people out there know that you'll be at the Dinah and that you'll, you know, what you're going to be throwing down for them and, and having a good time. Now, for those of you out there, if you want to know exactly the events that Kella will be at, all you have to do is go to thedina.com 
and uh, there is a tab there that says events and it has a list of all the events that are going on and just look for her name and picture and it'll tell you which pool parties that you'll be at. But I think I, I think you're at the opening uh, pool party on Saturday. I'm not for sure about the Sunday one, but... Um, I know I'm playing at Hard Rock and I think at the Hilton pool as well. So. Yeah, so there you go. But we well, really... Hey. We really do appreciate you having you out there. And who knows, I might show up and we'll meet in person. How's that? That would be awesome. Okay. It sounds like you got a few introductions to, to, um, <laughs> to make, right? To make happen. <laughs> yep. <laughs> well, you take care there. And you guys out there, thank you for listening in on It's Everything. And we'll catch you next week, always on a Sunday. Take care. Bye-bye.